pleasure and a privilege to welcome two pioneers uh, during this Women's Month. Two doctors, Dr. Patience in Chani or in Chani, she'll correct me, also known as Dr. Pesci, as well as Dr. Katleho Matos. My doctors, my ladies, good morning this whole morning. Happy Women's Month. Thank you for waking up so early. Good morning. Thank you very much for having us on the show. She, uh, well, things about sleeping very less and working very hard for you ladies, it's it's part of everyday life, Dr. Pesci? Yes, it is. Uh, good morning, and thank you so much for having us this morning. The name Dr. Pesci sounds very fashionable. I'm, in my mind's eye, I have someone who was, who is on the ramp, Wearing the latest fashion and uh, spotting their stuff. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, patience and patience is my name, and patience is the name that the nickname that my mother gave me. And after qualifying, uh, because my surname was so long uh, for people to remember, then I started uh, calling myself with my first name, Doctor Peshi. And it caught on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Women's Month, you know, Mm. with with the the virus here and some of the conversations that you most probably think are missing, what would those be? And how are you with uh, Women's Month during the pandemic? Um, The pandemic has caught all of us of God as medical professionals and everyone around, as uh, even like everyone involved. And um, this year's Women's Month has made me realize that as women of South Africa, we are resilient, we are stronger together, and it's such a powerful force that uh, refuses to be silent. Silent, yes, we are on lockdown, but we're still able to tackle issues digitally, even louder than before. You know, this is the first time I see so many women boldly addressing issues of gender-based violence and uh, salary disparities between men and women. And at the same time, it breaks my heart that 44 years later, as women of South Africa, we are still objectified, we're still disrespected, we're still undervalued, and we are still fighting to be alive. And in the midst of all of that, we have to fight COVID. It's so sad. Yeah, it's, it's such a mixed feeling. I can imagine. <laughs> Dr. Matosa, for you, um, you refuse to be defined by the status quo. You define yourself. Of course, I always set up myself apart uh, from the status quo. Um, as a young woman in leadership, uh, working in rural areas, it's very challenging. Um, we come across horrible things that women face, the GBV that we are faced with daily is extraordinary. Having to deal with those women and supporting those women is a very challenging So We stand strong together and supportive of them throughout everything. Ladies, both of you are married to medicine. We can establish mm-hmm. that. And uh, although your marriages to the profession are different, uh, Dr. Pesci, you cheat a little bit. 
Of course I do. <laughs> at all times, at all times. Tell yeah. us about this cheating. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, it's it's it, it's actually I I really I used to call it cheating, but as I grew, I realized that it's not cheating. It's actually using your calling to step into your purpose. You know, I, my purpose is to serve. I was born to serve, and medicine is one of those platforms I utilize to fulfill my calling of service, you know. And my other um, saving platforms are women empowerment, mentorship, and philanthropy. And, of course, I'm I'm an entrepreneur, and, you know, I'm the big sister to everybody. (laughs) And, yeah, did I tell you that I'm a good chess player and Sudoku player? Doc, it never ends. The list, it sounds like you add something new probably every six months to your list of things that you do. (laughs) No, um, it's not like adding, it's highlighting um, the things that I've already been doing, you know. It's, it's like, you know, highlighting, but everything that I'm doing now is most of the things that I've been doing. Is just that most people didn't really know about them. Wow, you, you hit it very, very well. Uh, do, do you find that people sometimes will call you Miss Busybody because uh, you always find something to do? Mm. Oh, wait, 911 SMS413 and a cost of 150 Talking to the two doctors, Dr. Nsani and Dr. Matosa These are the sisters in the world of medica- medicine And they're basically punching above their weight And really, really making sure that uh, you know that they give service where service is needed um, Dr. Matosa, I mean, you know, looking at what you do Um Opportunities are presented where you could be in a posher place, posher environment, you know, with the latest technology and all of that, but uh, you still refuse to go that way. Your heart, uh, your heart and your soul is stuck in the rural setting and uh, you want to make the most of us, uh, the most of it, and you are actually doing so progressively. Uh, yes, um, I was actually born in a rural hospital. But um, I never really stayed in rural settings while I was growing up. Soon after being born, I moved to a township and later on uh, stayed in town basically my whole life. So on holidays, school holidays, as I was growing up, I used to visit my grandmother in the rural areas. And I would be fascinated and actually concerned about how these people are living and how they are getting by every day with a very little health facilities nearby and I just asking myself how can I come back and serve these people because as I was growing up um I had a passion for for um serving as well. Um so this led me to decide to venture into rural medicine and staying in the rural areas instead of uh Pursuing a career in the town, and uh, I'm told uh, you don't have two left feet like me. You get, you give a very good account of yourself on the dance floor. Uh, yes, I am a Latin American dancer, um, part time. Uh, this is just socially. Um, I also cycle. I hike. I also swim. Uh, so these activities are what I do 
just to keep my mind off all the pressures that we get at work. And I can imagine there are many, many pressures. 21 minutes to 5. Dr. Matosa and Dr. Nsani talking to us right here on SFM. You know, these ladies are power as we celebrate Women's Month. We'll talk more in a moment. SA Women's Struggles Journal. Hashtag Women's Month 2020. Dr. Nsani, you are, a, how do you say this name? Anesthetist. Hey. Anesthesiologist. Anesthesiologist. Looks like mm. there's Anastasia somewhere there in the middle. What, what, what does an anesthesiologist do? Well, it's, it's simple. In simple terms, an anesthesiologist puts you to sleep um, before they could operate on you and then take care of you holistically and uh, make sure you are relaxed, you don't have pain, you don't even... You can't even feel whatever they are doing to you. And, um, yes, uh, they 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 uh, walk their sleeping journey with you until they wake you up and uh, give you um, pain medication, uh, even post-operatively. So holistically, it's like you, you're taking care of a person's life while they are operating on them. Because when the surgeon operates, the surgeon operates that particular organ of the body. You're taking care of the whole patient. As an anesthesiologist, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> Shoot, that, that carry, by the sound of it, it, it carries a lot of responsibility because, in as much as the surgeon is busy, you know, attending to that part of the body, um, you, you're keeping me alive as I'm on the table and making sure all my vitals are in place and looking out for potential challenges. Yes, uh, I do. Um, this is something that I really love and. Uh, um, I've graduated uh, three times when coming to anesthesia. I, I, I love it. And if I were to redo it, I, will, I would. Like, if I were to relive my life and choose a career, I'd still choose anesthesia. And uh, mostly because it uh, it gives me such a satisfaction. You know, I'm, I'm mostly responsible even for when the heart stops. I'm the one who's responsible for bringing, back, bringing it back to rhythm. And nothing feels like as good as uh, witnessing that response to spontaneous circulation after resuscitating uh, a cardiac arrest. And, you know, it's so good to, you know, to have somebody's life in your hands. So I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I tell you. Obviously, the numbers, particularly ladies and uh, black ladies as well, it's still a bit of a worry. Would you agree? Yes, it, it is. I would agree. If we still have less female uh, specialists and less female anesthesiologists uh, specialists, because um, they are capable. Let me tell you something. They are capable, but with life comes a lot of pressures, and you know, a family. You have to uh, it, it, the time that you specialize. You have to specialize basically after your concert. That's when most people find love and start families, and they find it really, really, really difficult to 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 go back and study. And because it's so demanding and time-consuming, and with the odd working hours as uh, as registrars and specialists, so people end up just uh, giving up before they could even try. Some they would try and and uh, decide to drop out. So hence you see the numbers 
are not really uh, improving. And um, you need to have this, uh, a good family support when you are in the system of specializing. You need to have that extensive determination and you need to work really hard. You, you, you literally work 10 times harder than you were working as a medical student. And at that time, there's family involved, involved. there's a lot of responsibilities, there's bills to pay. So it's, it's really a lot of factors that is affecting women uh, from studying further. Uh, Dr. Matosa, the same goes for you, particularly given the fact that, uh, you know, uh, working at Helen Franz Hospital, a rural area, uh, you want to improve conditions, but there are challenges, equipment, infrastructure. Um, yes, Manjam. Uh, um, in rural setups, as you know, um, we have great difficulties uh, getting equipment and the infrastructure. Some of the buildings were built many, many years ago. So a lot of the things currently are dysfunctional. And as a manager, making sure that services are being provided beyond all these challenges um, comes with its hardships. Um, also, um, managing in a rural setup as a woman, a lot of uh, our older generation uh, still believe that uh, people in management, people in medicine are uh, the male counterpart and the older Males, so I do get a lot of challenges uh, when it comes to having to deal with our older generation. First question they always ask: When did you go to school? When did you finish? Are you sure you're the doctor? Those are the type of questions I deal with on a daily. Or can you please see your senior? And I tell them, No, I am the manager here. Uh, if you need anything, do talk, and they just get shocked. So, yeah, working in a rural area, uh, there's a lot of education that still needs to be done uh, in our rural areas to empower women and to educate them that it is possible to be in big positions at a younger age. Yeah, you, you ladies punch above your weight and you're doing it very, very well. We hope a lot of people are not only looking at uh, what you're doing, but uh, strategizing in terms of how uh, they can possibly help you, particularly you, Dr. Matosa, because uh, the challenge, the expectations are high, the challenges are a bit higher, but you are firm in saying you're going to make this work. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, I do not let the challenges um derail me from doing what I'm passionate about. Um, I'm also very passionate about community, serving the community, like I said. Um, hence, I I always make sure that whatever comes my way, I tackle it. As a woman, I do not let that be a barrier to anything. Dr. Percy, the fashionista, if I may, um, <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, a foundation, and I'm told that Dr. Matosa, you also tag along there. Dr. Pesci, let's start with you, the foundation. Um, you know what? Um, I was raised by extremely philanthropic parents who believed in, um, who taught us the power of giving and giving back. And, you know, growing up, my mother always preached about a Hebrew chapter, Verse uh, 16 that says that we need to do good 
and share whatever we have with others as it pleases God. So I've been my whole life. I've been uh, I've been as in uh, I've been following that uh, that scripture. It's just that now because I'm a public speaker and I I just and I want to give more and I want to get more people involved in terms of giving. So hence I opened I formalized my philanthropic work and opened uh, and eventually opened a Dr. Pesci Foundation. You know what they say, an ambition without implementation is a delusion. So I didn't want to yeah. be very delusional <laughs> for long. Um and with the foundation, uh the, vi- the main vision of uh, the foundation is to eventually be the leading agent for social change and development with a focus on education and empowerment of the youth. And right now, uh, hello, can you hear me? I can hear you talk. Yes, and right now um, we are we were busy with our uh, clean up closet uh, campaign where we actually uh, encourage people to to donate their pre used loved uh, clothes, even if they are, uh, they are new still and cosmetics and everything, so that we are going on tour um, from tomorrow, which is on my birthday, for a three-day tour where we will uh, visit different schools and different homes and different orphanages and uh, present them with the clothes, having packed them nicely in a Dr. Pesci Foundation bag. And I also wrote a journal um, using my uh, captions that I use on social media. I wrote this journal for those um, the young ladies and, and, and gentlemen who who, can, who are not on social media and who can't really afford to be on social media. So we'll be distributing the journal to the schools, in the villages, and in the township. And um, Another thing is to um, host like power, uh, powerful uh, seminars uh, for 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 the young people in order as a mentorship program, and um, eventually we would like to provide bursaries to the deserving underprivileged children. So there's still a lot that needs to that we still need to do in the foundation, and I'm blessed that um, God brought this young, powerful, educated beautiful, intelligent women who came to my life and said, you know what, especially we are here to journey with you. And uh, right now, we're still getting to know each other. I want to get to know their strengths, their weaknesses, so that I can actually allocate them like responsibilities. Uh, so right now, we're just doing everything together holistically. It's uh, 10 minutes to 5. Dr. Pesci and Dr. Matos uh, talking to us as we celebrate Women's Month. Uh, she is power. I've got more. Stay with us. SAFM is turning 84 this year. Happy birthday to, to you. Yes, the only national talk radio station first went on air in August 1936. To celebrate, we are giving away 42,000 rand in cold, hard cash. This is wonderful. That's 8,400 rand per show. We are looking for kings and queens of on-air callers on each of the following shows on weekdays between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. SFM Sunrise with Stephen. The Talking Point with Kathy. Life Happens with Pimelo. Beyond the Headline with Bongi. And Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle on Saturdays between 7 and 10 a.m. If you are that caller who participates the most on your favorite show, continue 
continue doing so because you might just be crowned the king or queen of on-air callers and be rewarded with a cool 8,400 rand in cash. Stay tuned for more details. SAFM, rewarding your active citizenry. Talking to the two doctors, Dr. Nsani and Dr. Matosa, Dr. Pesci as well. Dr. Matosa, I mean, the way Dr. Pesci describes you, if I was in your shoes, my head would have swollen three times over, but it's not the case for you. Speaking of, you know, community involvement over and above the big workload that you ladies have to deal with on a day-to-day basis, you also do things on the side. Weekends, how do you spend your weekends? Um, from when I was in varsity, I used to get involved in community outreach programs. Uh, so basically, we go to schools in the communities, teaching children about um, how to take care of themselves, not only medically, but how to stand, how to walk, and how to address themselves. Um, this has been going on since I was in varsity, since uh, my medical school years. I'd go to these schools. I have um, schools that I rotate among schools every year. Uh, it's been quite a challenge during this pandemic to get to uh, do those activities as a lot of things have been on hold. So, yeah, that's basically what I do on week, some of my, my, my weekends and during my free time. Now... Both of you at the Pesci Foundation, gee, two powerful ladies, uh, really and truly, there must be great energy there. What's on the table right now? Dr. Pesci? Oh, right now, is, um, tomorrow we are, we are starting the uh, Dr. Pesci Foundation tour, and uh, everything has been packed. We're going to be visiting uh, the villages and and the schools to present them with uh, whatever we, we have for them. And uh, I hope it becomes a success. Well, things are looking good because I've been getting a lot of uh, donations and, you know, these people are going to be very happy and uh, I want to inspire them. I want them to, to you know, level up and up the game and dream bigger, you know, because um, it doesn't really matter uh, where you come from, and uh, just like I always t- t- talk about excellence, that it has no color, no uh, status, no socioeconomic status, no gender, no age. So I want them to to dream big, and I want them to grow up knowing that they can be anything, they can occupy any space in the world. So yeah, I can't I can't wait to start this tour tomorrow. By the way, happy birthday for tomorrow, Dr. Pesci. How can we <laughs> how can we reach both of you? Is is it safer to reach both of you via the foundation? Yes. Um you can follow us on Instagram. Uh, and my foundation doesn't have a page now, but then they can follow me at Dr. Pesci P A S H Y. And yeah, everything is, is, is there on the bio. So we are still, the foundation is still very fresh. We're still setting up the website and all the logistics, but we are doing the work, you know, but then the logistics is still a bit behind. So they can uh, follow me on Dr. Pesci and my website is www.drpesci.com. Dr. 
Matosa, how do we reach you? Um, I'm also on Instagram. Katlaro Matosa on Instagram. Um, uh, with the handle kittycat underscore mat. K-I-T-T-Y underscore M-A-T. And no other platform, unfortunately, that I'm on. Just on Instagram. It's all right, Doc. Don't worry. We'll find you. We'll find you. Power to you, ladies. Thank you so much for being so strong, for representing Nils in Bogoto. You are power. We celebrate too. Power to your hands. And Dr. Matosa, I hope, um, you know, the equipment that you need and other things that you need to help the community that you serve. Um, can benefit, you can get. We hope uh, people with deep pockets will start talking to you. Thank you very much, Nanda. Thank you. Thanks a lot, ladies. This is for you. John Lennon, woman, Aish, rockstar. Have a fabulous day. And once again, happy Women's Month, ladies. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. That's a doctor, Pesci, doctor. Hey, I tell you.